0: God, let's all rise to our feet and as we prepare to listen to God's Word, let's welcome the Spirit of God into our midst. Let's allow the Spirit of God to implant the Word of God in our hearts. Let us in James chapter 1 verse 21 says, the implanted Word that has the power to save our souls. Unless the Spirit implants the Word in our heart, the Word doesn't have a power in us. With His faith, as we prepare to listen to God's word, it's all welcome. The Spirit of God in our midst. let together all sing together. Lord, here, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Right now, Lord, as you gather in your holy name, let there be a mighty outpouring of your spirit, Lord. Renew our minds, renew our spirit, Lord. Renew the innocence of every one of us, Lord. Here, let it be a mighty anointing of the Holy Spirit. Barabas, sanctify us, Lord, by your precious name. Here, 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 And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God. Let's continue to stand for a minute. Let's listen to the word of God from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 4, and verses 16. Second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 4, verses 16. So we do not lose heart, even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. Let's sign ourselves in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good evening to all of you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My dear brothers and sisters, you know, today, the topic we are going to focus on and reflect on is the need to strengthen the inner being in every one of us. We all know that human being is a tripart being made of a body, mind, and soul. Or we call it of the body, soul, and spirit. You know, we can call it different ways. And we need to understand that every area has to be strengthened by the power of God. You know, the body, man's outer body, always corresponds to things of the world. And the soul or the spirit inside, the inner man, wants to correspond to things of God. But in between, we have the mind also the mind on its own has no power to decide what it wants. Sometimes it corresponds to things of the flesh, the world through the flesh. And sometimes it corresponds to things of God through the spirit that God has put in us. Therefore, it's always influenced by things, the mind. The mind is the very pivotal part in the human being's culture. It's the mind of a man that decides what we live today what is our life today but the problem is the mind itself cannot decide on anything it's always influenced either by the flesh or by the spirit in us the inner man in us therefore therefore we need to understand this for example if the mind is influenced by the flesh it starts corresponding to things of the world the pleasures of the world and that's why many times our minds are restless, full of sin. But if the mind receives strength of the Holy Spirit through the Spirit, through the inner man that is in us, then the mind becomes strong in spiritual activities. Therefore, it's very important for the body, mind and soul, or body, soul and spirit, whatever we want to call it, to be strengthened. St. Paul, in the first letter to Thessalonians, chapter 5, and verses 23. Maybe one of you can read it for me. He says like this. 1, 5, 23, and 24. May, God peace you ah, may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. May your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless. Therefore, you see Paul is very clearly mentioning the body, the mind and the spirit. A body, the mind and soul has to be strengthened. But all this relates to the inner strength that we derive. If the inner man, that is the inner self, which is the soul or the spirit that God has put in us if that is not strengthened none of this will happen that's why saint paul makes a beautiful prayer in the letter to ephesians chapter 3 and verses 16. saint paul tells us a beautiful secret he says like this in ephesians 3 16. let's listen to that i pray that according to the riches of god's glory Yes, that we may be strengthened in our inner being with power, through his spirit. with power through His Spirit. My dear brothers and sisters, keep this word of God in mind. Paul says, I pray that every one of you should be strengthened in your inner being. We call it the inner self, the will, or whatever the soul or spirit that is in us, inner man. He says, everyone should be strengthened. How? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the inner self has to be strengthened through the power of the Holy Spirit, and that strength of the inner being should be passed on to the mind so that the entire human being will be all right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a beautiful mystery. Power from the Holy Spirit, God, strengthening the inner man in you, that passed on influencing the mind so that the body, the flesh is controlled. If this doesn't happen, then the whole body will not be, you know, fine. And that's what happens. Today, what is happening? Unfortunately, it goes the other way around. God's power, the Holy Spirit is existing in every one of us. None of us can deny that. Every one of us, everyone baptized has the power of God. But is my inner being deriving that strength from the Holy Spirit? That's a choice we need to make. If I don't, what happens? My inner being, being weak, the mind is not able to derive the strength from it. Therefore, the mind starts deriving strength from the flesh. And that's the beginning of all the problem for you and me. That's what St. Paul says. I pray that every one of us be strengthened in the inner being. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Again, St. Paul says in the first letter to Corinthians, chapter 5, verses 16 and 17. Second letter to Corinthians, sorry. second letter to Corinthians chapter five, verses 16 and 17. Let's listen to that. no from: Yes, do not regard anyone from a human point of view.: Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that So So if anyone is in Christ. So if anyone is in Christ or the power of God is in you and me, there is a new creation. A new creation. Everything, old has passed away. Everything old has passed away. And this is exactly what you mean by renewing of the inner self. Through the power of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, there should be a renewal in the inner being. Not only the mind. I cannot renew my mind directly unless it derives power from the, you know, the will or the inner man that is in me. Only then that can pass on the power to the mind. Praise the Lord. And to understand this, let's have a little demonstration. I need three people, three volunteers. Can stand there itself. Okay, we have three people here. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, when God, don't worry, as I tell you to stand up, you can. Not now, not now. You know, a little demonstration to understand what the human being is made of. You know, the human being has an outer body, we all know, yes? So can we have an outer body? Sister, please stand up. Yeah, outer body, flesh. Praise the Lord. Then, God also put a mind in every one of us. Everyone has a mind. It cannot be seen, but it's constantly functioning. Sister, the mind can stand up. Praise the Lord. Then God also gave us a soul or the inner being or the human spirit. You can call it either way. The will of man, the inner being of man, the soul or the human spirit. Stand up, sister. This is what it was. Can you three of you turn like this? Hold each other. Uh, put your hands on. No, no. Put your hands shoulder. Yeah. You put your hands on the other. Yeah. This is the human body. Just for an example. Body, mind and soul. In a man. This is what happened when God created you and me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. At the time of baptism, what happens? Yeah, can we have a Holy Spirit also? Anybody volunteering to be the Holy Spirit now? Okay, sister, please come and hold your hand. So this is not a Christianess, a body, a mind, a soul, or the spirit, a human spirit, then the Holy Spirit also. The flesh is useless. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. The flesh is useless. Jesus said that in John 6.63. Don't blame me. He said the flesh is useless. It always corresponds to things of the world. Constantly seeking pleasures of the world. But the flesh itself cannot do anything. It's the mind that controls everything. Now, it's the mind which is controlling the flesh or anything. Now, mind itself is not a being. It's a state. It has to derive some strength. Now, The spirit in us or the inner man is the one who has to give strength to the mind. So therefore, if the inner being is strong, that will control the mind. And therefore, the body will not wander here and there. But if the inner man is weak, what happens? The mind cannot derive anything from the inner man. So it seeks pleasure from the flesh, strength from the flesh. And it is led by the flesh. Let's listen, No. Can you all keep standing for some time? No problem. Let's listen to the Word of God in Romans chapter eight verses five onwards. Let's follow this very carefully now Romans eight five everybody's looking at the body now <laughs> Romans eight five onwards. So those, who those who live according to the flesh, okay, look at the Jude. those who live according to the flesh Set their minds on the flesh. Yeah. Those the but those who live according to the spirit, on the, of the spirit. Set their minds on the things of the spirit. Therefore, the mind has to take a strength from the flesh or from the spirit. If the spirit is weak, the inner being as we call, the inner man is weak. The mind cannot derive. Therefore, automatically it starts setting its mind on the flesh. Praise the Lord. All this time, the Holy Spirit, which is the source of strength, is still in us. But the inner being has a choice. Whether to be strengthened by the Holy Spirit or remain weak. Suppose the inner being, as Paul prayed, I pray that everyone be strengthened in your inner being through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, the power of God is there in you and me every moment. But am I allowing my inner man To be strengthened by the spirit of God. If your inner being is strengthened by the spirit of God, you will start controlling the mind. And the mind will not yield to the flesh. So where is the problem now? The problem is the inner man is weak. That's why the mind has no choice. Though its mind is controlling, it has no choice. It derives strength either from the flesh or from the spirit. And that's a choice. Continue reading, one of you, maybe. Yeah, you continue. Don't close the Bible, huh? We'll continue in the chapter for some time. To set the mind on the flesh to death? Yeah, look at this. To set the mind on the flesh is death. Or to set the mind on the spirit is, the the spirit is life? life. What do you mean by that? To derive the mind deriving strength from the flesh is death. But it derives strength from the spirit is life. There's no strength. How can you give strength to the mind? Yeah, continue. Yeah, that's there. Yes, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God. It submit to God. Indeed, it indeed, it cannot. Understand very clearly, because it is already strengthened by the flesh. Therefore, it cannot set his mind on the things of God. That's why many of us struggle in our spiritual life. Why? Mind is wandering. When we said to pray, what happens? The mind. Why, sister? Because the inner man is not giving strength. So don't blame the mind. I cannot blame the mind. He doesn't know. It cannot do anything. It's either influenced by this or by that. Flesh or the inner man. Therefore, the inner man is very important here. Strengthen. Yeah, continue. Yes, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Continue, Jude. But you are not in the flesh. Yes, God says every Christian is not in the flesh. We are not to live according to the flesh. You are in the spirit. Yes, we are all in the spirit. Since the spirit of God dwells in oh, beautiful. Why? Why are we not in the flesh? Because the spirit of God is dwelling in every one of us. As Christians, that's the only difference. And non-Christian and a Christian, what is there? And non-Christian also has a flesh, he has a mind, he has a human spirit, but he does not have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. We Christians have the power of God right in us. The indwelling power of God. Yeah. Oh, we know that. That's what I told you right now. Yeah, continue. Yes, the body is dead because of sin. The flesh is weak because of sin. The spirit is life because of righteousness. Yes, the spirit is life because of righteousness. What is righteousness? God himself. Therefore, the spirit, the inner being that we call it, is life. Is the power of God in you and me. Yeah. Oh, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. What spirit raised Jesus from the dead? Holy Spirit, ah, continue, dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead, from the dead will, give will give life to your mortal bodies, also through, his that in you. through his spirit who dwells in you, praise the Lord, hallelujah, yeah, continue Jude. We are not debtors to be, no, to be strengthened by the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Mm. But if by the spirit you death, Listen, how to put the spirit into flesh to death? By the spirit, you put the flesh to death. To the, uh, the deeds yeah, deeds of the body is flesh, works of the flesh. Yeah. For all who are led by the spirit of God... All who are led by the spirit of God yeah yes continue listen to this word of God very clearly it is that very spirit. Bearing witness with spirit oh two spirits are mentioned there yes it's that very spirit holy spirit bearing witness with the human spirit that's the inner man that we are children of God. Therefore, the the real structure is the inner self deriving strength from the Holy Spirit. This is what we call as the renewing the inner man, strengthening the inner man. If the inner spirit in me, inner man in me is not strengthened, the body will control. Why? The mind does not know what to do. There's no power coming from the inner man. Therefore, it says, okay, the flesh, I will hold on to the flesh. And you know what happens? the flesh will lead wherever it wants. Praise the Lord. If I make you walk now, it's the flesh. The flesh is constantly seeking pleasure. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, for example, now we are all supposed to listen to the Word of God. This body is also supposed to listen to the Word of God. But the flesh is always looking for some distraction. It is always walking here and there. They want to get distracted. And it cannot do anything. But the mind is controlling it now. Why? the mind is not getting power from the inner man Praise the Lord hallelujah but if the sp- inner man is strengthened by the Holy Spirit you know what happens you will be led by the Holy Spirit turn sister turn turn around now turn around reverse the rule put it on there. now this is called a renewing of the inner man now the inner man is holding on to what spirit strengthens now therefore the mind is also now set on the And the body has to follow now. No choice. Even now the distractions will be there. But you'll only look at the distraction, you can't do anything. Why? Because the inner man is already strengthened by the Holy Spirit. This is what? This is what has to happen. This is the renewal. Till now we were all like this. The mind was on the flesh and the Holy Spirit was just hanging there. But now, renewal of the inner man, the inner man holding on to the Spirit of God, the power of the Holy Spirit coming on the inner man. Therefore, the mind is set on the inner man and the body is following. This is what a Christian life is. This is what a renewal is. Do you understand that? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Otherwise, if this is the way, you know, if we walk around this place, you go a little that side. Some nice smell is coming there. You will go and hold on to that. You will not listen to my talk. Why? The flesh is seeking that. Praise the Lord. But if the Holy Spirit is reading, even if you go there, you will focus on the things of God. This is what a simple example I gave you. Can you all sit down? Thank you. We'll dismantle the body now for the time being. Let them settle down for some time. Paul beautifully explains this. Praise the Lord. All glory to God. Paul beautifully explains this by saying, what do you mean by strengthening the inner man? Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. He says that. Galatians 5, 16 to 18. Yes, he says, live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desire of the flesh. Look at that. You know, Paul says, live by the Spirit. What do you mean by that? Let everything be strengthened by the Holy Spirit, not by the flesh. He says something, you know, we were talking about the flesh, mind and spirit. If the flesh is dismantled from you, sister, can you set your mind on the flesh? If she's not there, that's easy, no? That's the best thing to do. But can we do that? No, we have to live with the flesh. We have no choice. My dear brother, my dear sister, we have no choice but to live with the flesh till we die. But then, gratifying the desire of the flesh is our choice. Paul does not say, don't take care of the flesh. Yes, there are needs of the flesh. What is that? Food, water, some shelter, clothing, some rest. All that is necessary. He never said don't take care of that. But then there are desires of the flesh. Don't gratify that. He says, gratify the spirit in the man. That's very important. What do you mean by that? Let's give you a small example for that. Anybody has dogs at home? Who has? Who said yes? Okay, Mark said yes. One or two. Three, very good. Okay, good example. Body, mind, and soul is there. <laughs> okay, Mark, suppose you feed one dog and don't feed the other two properly. What will happen? The one that is well fed will start dominating the other two. Yes? Now, similarly, we have the flesh and the human spirit. If the human spirit, the spirit is strengthened, what happens? It will start dominating the flesh through the mind. Through the mind only it happens. So mind itself cannot do anything, either this side or that side. So you will start giving power to the mind. Therefore, the flesh has to be submissive. But if we start feeding the flesh, the flesh will control the mind and the spirit is weak. It can do nothing, exist at all. That's what Paul says very clearly. Continue reading, brother. Yes, what the flesh desires is opposed to the spirit. And what the spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. Yes, these are opposed to each other to prevent, to prevent you from doing what you want. Clear about it? Therefore, I have a choice. Take the, you know, let the inner being strengthen through the Holy Spirit. There's no choice. The body has to follow because mind is now set only on the spirit. This is the simple secret. So what do you mean by, you know, strengthening the inner being? What we sow inside of us. Strengthen means what we, how do we strengthen? What we take. How does the body get strength? Through what you take in. Similarly, the spirit also takes part what we get in. You know, again, Paul gives a beautiful example. You know, I think Paul is and Paul is an expert in this. He knows everything out of it. He says in Galatians chapter 6, verses 7, 8, and 9. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, 8, and 9. Listen to what he says there. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. God, not God cannot be mocked. So you, you, you will reap whatever you sow. If you sow, your own flesh. If you sow to your flesh, Oh, my dear brother, my dear sister, if you sow to the flesh, you will reap corruption. But If you sow to the Spirit, you will reap eternal life from the the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Very clearly He says that. You know, it all depends what I am going to sow, what I am going to strengthen. Am I going to strengthen my inner being or am I going to strengthen my flesh? It's a choice I have. It's a choice we have to make. God is not going to impose anything on you. He gives us a choice. Either this or that. My dear brother, my dear sister, it's easy for me to eliminate all the temptations. It cannot be done. That's a mistake we make. Never try to remove temptations around you. We can't do that. It's constantly present there. But I have a choice. If I strengthen the spirit in me or the inner being through the Holy Spirit, though the temptations around me are there, it will not affect me remember you know temptations was around jesus also what did he do with the temptation he turned it into a virtue and what do we do with temptation we turn it into sin that's the difference why one temptation no strength has come so that temptation becomes a virtue remember the temptation of jesus christ became a virtue for jesus christ he turned it into a virtue. Then we can also turn it into a temptation. This is what we call as the choice we make in the inner being. You know, uh, Paul says in Romans 6 4, let's Romans chapter 6 verse 4. Therefore, we have been buried with We have been buried with Christ, buried with the old self. By baptism into death. Mm. Just as Christ was raised from the dead. Yes, when the Holy Spirit is in you, we have to walk in the new path. Renewed, inside is renewed, so we have to walk in the new path. No more old. And that's exactly what we read in the beginning. Let's read that word of God, what I read in the beginning once again. 2 Corinthians 4.16. What Paul says here. 2 Corinthians 4.16. We do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is yes, the outer nature, the body, let it waste away, no problem. Our inner is day by day. Your inner nature is being renewed day by day. That means what, my dear brother, my dear sister, every single day, our inner nature has to be renewed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Inner nature, the mind, you know, what do you say? the the nature of man the will of man what do you say that you know i remember lincoln gave me a topic renewal of will i wanted to be very clear what he meant by that so we spoke the inner name he says it has to happen every day not only in the month of july brother 24th of july every day (laughs) praise the lord hallelujah so it says very clearly paul says the inner being has to be renewed every single day and that's what defines we as christians praise the lord Hallelujah. You know, what do you mean? That's what I said, no? Many things are going into us, influencing us. The flesh is receiving something. The spirit is receiving something. It happens. Sowing, sowing. I said, what do you mean by that? You know, today, Satan sows many things into you and me. The world is sowing many things into you and me. God is also sowing many things into you and me. Is the Lord? Hallelujah. All this has an effect. But the one which I plant deep inside of me is going to have an effect. You know, for example, many of us think, you know, we are listening to God's word. We are regulated to the sacraments. So only God is sowing in me. Wrong. And as God keeps sowing in me, even Satan is sowing in you and me. Matthew's gospel, chapter 13. Matthew 13, 24 and 25. Let's listen to that. Matthew 13, 24 and 25. yeah he put before them another parable good in his everybody was an enemy came and look at that so good seeds are being sown to strengthen the inner being but the enemy is also sowing my dear brother my dear sister it's very important to be vigilant about it While, when does the enemy sow? Sleeping. Brother, that's where the mistake is. (laughs) Problem is there, yes? Sleeping means what? Spiritually sleeping. That's what we said, no? So Paul says, so every day you renew it so you don't have to sleep, yes? This is the problem. We think, oh, today's prayer is over. Tuesday prayer meeting is over. Till next Tuesday, take rest. Weeds are sown, my dear brother, my dear sister. How can the inner being be strengthened? If you're going to be, wait only once in a week to do this? Praise the Lord. Do we understand this now? The mystery that's taking place, the inner battle that is taking place. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse eight. Solomon speaks like this, Proverbs 22, eight. Yes, who sows injustice will reap calamity. Yes, who So he says very clearly so we need to be very 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 careful now now what do you mean by sowing to the inner self what do you mean by that you know when a farmer goes and sows the seed what happens when the seed is sown okay that's okay when the seed is sown it has to die then what happens after that oh sister does it grow up first First, there's an inward growth. Only then there's an outward growth. Yes? If there is no inward growth for the seed, a root coming and growing inside, will this uh, tree which or the plant which comes up be strong? No, it'll wither away when, when there's a storm. Yes or no? Therefore, so the inner growth is very important. And that's what we mean by, you know, when God's word is sown in us, When the spiritual things are sown in us, there should be an inner strength first. That's what we mean by that. If there is no inner strength, the outward thing will perish very fast. But if the inner being is already strengthened, if the root is strong, whatever the calamity, will the plant fall down? Why? Because the root is strong. It's grown in deep. Now that's why, if your inner self and my inner self is strengthened, deep-rooted, then nothing can shake you, the body will be there it cannot, it will be stand firm praise the lord, hallelujah so again the secret is being strengthening the inner being praise the lord, now what do you mean by strengthening the inner being, what is an inner being, what do we address as an inner being when we say that, any any answers okay spirit is there brother so what we can address directly not her, not her (laughs) leave her for the time being what's your inner being soul soul is it's you know soul you cannot what can you do with the soul soul is there yes but what is what can you relate to your body as inner being in your body what you can relate yes I know Soul, spirit all right answers where does it all come from where does Yeah, heart from the heart it all comes out yes the emotions come from the heart therefore Therefore, now we relate it to our body itself. Which part of the body has to be strengthened? Therefore, the heart is becomes very important. From the heart, as I said, emotions you said. From the heart comes emotions. Evil intents come from the heart. The scripture says that. Praise the Lord. Joy comes from your heart. So everything comes from the heart. Therefore, when we talk about inner being, it also relates to our heart. Not the, the, you know, anatomy of the heart. Not the physical structure of the heart. The spiritual structure of the heart. Again, book of Proverbs says, it gives a beautiful answer for that. In Proverbs chapter 4 and verses 23, if I'm right. Yeah, Proverbs 4, 23 or 28? I'm not sure, read it. Proverbs chapter 4, 23, you read first. Yeah, 23. Keep your heart with all vigilance vigilance from from its prose the springs of Life, keep your heart vigilant, inner being now, it's the heart that matters now. How we know what is in our heart, that's what is going to strengthen our inner being now. Therefore, you know, uh, the writer of the book of Proverbs, Solomon says, keep your heart with all vigilance, from it flows the springs of life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The heart becomes very important. You know, even the Lord, when he removed Saul from the kingship, He says, you know, I have chosen a man after my own heart. I think in the first letter book of Samuel, chapter 13, verses 14. 1 Samuel 13, 14. Let's listen to that. But now your kingdom will not continue. Mm. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. Look at this. God has sought out a man after his own heart. Therefore, the Lord, when we talks about the inner being of a man, God looks into our heart, your heart and my heart. It is our heart which is going to determine the inner self in us. God is always seeking your heart. There are many references about the heart in the Bible. I think Joel chapter 2, verses 12, 13, what does it say? Rend your hearts and not your Clothing, we all know that. Praise the Lord. So God constantly looks at the heart. Now, if your inner being is strengthened through what's in your heart, then who else is going to target that? Satan is also targeting a heart, my dear brother. Praise the Lord. I'll give you an example of that in the Bible. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5, verses 3. And then yes, in Sapphira. What happens there? Acts 5, 3. Let's listen to that. Yes, sister? Oh, you can read it. Oh. Acts 5.3 Ananias, Ananias, Peter asked. Why has Satan filled your heart? Oh, look at this. Why has Satan filled your heart? He's saying the inner man is now weak. That's why you kept something back for yourself. Now God is targeting the heart. The inner man has to be strengthened. The heart has to be strengthened. Again I said heart doesn't mean the physical heart that is pumping. When we say the inner man, it talks to the inner heart. God is referring to the heart. And God says, I am always looking into your heart to see how your inner being is. I am not worried about the exterior being. He's not worried about the body. Today what we do? We try to take care of the, the amount of energy, time and money we spend in taking care of the body. Nothing wrong in it. Do take care of it. But today, are we giving the same attention to the inner man? Praise the Lord hallelujah the inner man is very important my dear brother my dear sister on the last day we have to return the souls that were borrowed praise the lord wisdom of solomon chapter 15 verse 8 can you read that wisdom 15 8 wisdom of solomon chapter 15 verse 8 Sister, so this body was made of what? Earth, mud and clay. Praise the Lord. Not only hers, all of us. Okay. <laughs> She's only an example. Yeah, continue. After a little, after a little while, after a time on this earth, earth, this body is going to become once again mud and clay. Oh, the inner being, the soul. Oh, the inner being, the soul. It has to be returned to God. If that is not all right, on the lay of judgment, a weak soul, a weak inner man standing in the presence of God, we know what the judgment will be. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the inner strength is not only for this life, even for eternity it counts. Therefore God is constantly looking. Satan is also targeting that. One more example in the Bible. Uh, Simon, who wanted to buy the charism from Peter, In Acts chapter 8, verses 20, 21, you can read. Acts 8, 21. Yes, your heart is not right before God. My dear brother, my dear sister, is your heart and my heart right before God? This is the inner being. That's the inner man. What do you mean by inner man? There's nothing, there's not another creation inside you and me. That's not the inner man. Your heart and my heart is inclined towards God. God always looks into the heart. The inner man. Remember the selection of David. What did God tell Samuel? When Samuel wanted one of the elder sons of Jesse. Looking at them, they were looking handsome, tall, well built. He thought they are the kings. What did God tell? In 1 Samuel 16:7, God does not look like mortals look. Mortals look on the outward. But God looks into the heart. Praise the Lord. In fact, in His testimony about David, this is what God said in His testimony about David. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, verses 23 or 22, maybe. Yeah, Acts 13, 22, we'll read that. Mm. Mm. In His testimony about David, He said, Yeah, David, God found, was a man after his own heart. My dear brother, my dear sister, we know Saul, we know David. Who was the biggest sinner? Oh, we are all very quick in passing judgment. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. There were only two, two sins that Saul committed. One was disobedience, we know, and the other one was jealousy. But David, in that one incident of Bethseba itself, you see 10 sins are there if you carefully count only in that you know 2 Samuel chapter 11 you read that in that itself there are 10 sins but still God chose whom David why because though he sinned in the flesh his inner being was constantly strengthened by God by the Spirit of God in him praise Lord remember he cried create in me a clean heart O Lord that was the secret of God choosing David over Saul. Why? The inner man, his heart was cleansed. Inner man was cleansed. Praise the Lord. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, the problem with every one of us, there is sin also dwelling in us. There's God's spirit also dwelling in us. We are in a conflict. Paul beautifully explains that. Maybe we'll quickly read that. Romans chapter 7, verses 15 onwards, quickly we'll read that. It's a long passage, we will read that. I do not understand my own action. I do, not do what I, want. I do not do what I want to do. But I do, the very thing I do. How many of you agree with this word of God? All of us. Let me too. We want to do a lot of good things. We are not able to. Why? Why? Paul gives an answer for that. Now if, I do what I do not want. if I do what I don't want to do, I agree that the law is good. okay. But in fact, it's no longer that I do it. It's no longer I do it. Oh, the sin that dwells within me, the inner man is getting corrupted. That's what he says. It's because, not because what the flesh desires. Flesh is always desiring that. But my inner self is getting corrupted. That's why I'm not able to do what I want to. Today, if you and I are not able to do what we want to, it's not because of the desire of the flesh. It's there. But the inner self is corrupted. Continue reading. Oh, he says, nothing good dwells in me. Continue. That is, in my flesh, I can really okay, can we go, it's a long passage, read it when you find time. Can you read verses 22 and 23 alone? But I in the law of God. Yes, I delight in God's law. We all delight in God's, no, been in praying. We all delight in the word of God. Yes, all of us do that. In my, most self. In my innermost self. Okay, look at that. He says, my inner being is longing for God's things. I think all of us can say that, yes? But I see inside me another member also working. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now who is going to work stronger? That's going to determine what we are today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Uh, 7, 7:22 onwards, we read that all the blind, you know, evil intentions come out of that. Therefore, the inner being, the heart, has to be strengthened. How do we do that? Okay, three points I'll give you very quickly. Just maybe one, two, one of one word of God or two word of God for each. Number one, prayer is a strong way of strengthening the inner being. Remember what Paul said in Ephesians 3:16. What did he say? Yeah, Peter. Paul, Peter has to answer for Paul. Okay, Peter, tell me. No, 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 no. That is in Thessalonians. He went off to Thessalonians now. Yes, we read that earlier. Yeah, read that 3.16, Ephesians 3.16. I pray that according the riches of His glory, He may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner So, one way of strengthening the inner being is through prayer. Constant prayer life. It's very important to strengthen the inner being my dear brothers and sisters number two the word of god has the power has the power praise the lord john 17 17 says sanctify them in the truth your word is the truth okay can we read uh, psalms 119 psalms 119 verses 9 and then 11 also How can young people keep their way pure? Yes, the word of God has the power to keep our inner being pure. Verses 11. Psalms 119 verses 11. I treasure your word in my heart. heart. Is the word a treasure in your heart and my heart today, my brothers and sisters? The word of God should be in our heart. Fully in our heart. That's a treasure which will keep the inner man from perishing. Otherwise, the inner man will perish. You know, uh, David, when we read two words of God, same chapter, 81 and 101. Psalm 119, 81 and 101. Let's listen to what he says. My soul, soul, or inner being, is longing for your... Look at this. The inner being is longing for the salvation of God. I I hope in your word. So the word will strengthen the inner being, my dear brother, my dear sister. 101 verses 101 I hold my feet from every evil 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 in order to keep your word look at that the word of God and evil ways cannot coexist if the word is implanted in my heart evil has no way in me the inner being is strengthened my dear brother my dear sister scripture the word of God is a wonderful way to strengthen the inner being Every day, I know many of you may be reading the word of God, implant that word. The more you read the word of God, the more you will be strengthened in your inner being. Praise the Lord. Temptations will be there. Remember, when Jesus was tempted, all the three temptations, he used the word of God. Yes, because his inner being had the word of God. Praise the Lord. And the third way, third way, allow the spirit to control you, Holy Spirit to control you. St. Paul in the second letter to Timothy, chapter 1, verses 14. 2 Timothy 1, 14. Let's listen to that. guard the good treasure entrusted to you with the help of the holy spirit so the good treasure the god's you know this the soul is a good treasure how do you guard it with the holy spirit dwelling in you so pray for the rekindling of the holy spirit every day in you the holy spirit how do you rekindle the holy spirit one way is by praying in tongues do that and what happens your inner being is strengthened my dear brother, my dear sister, don't think the charismatic movement, something they're shouting and going, crackmatic movement, no. It's strengthening the inner, inner being. Praise the Lord. Some people say that. But they do not know. When I speak in tongues, I'm edifying my inner being, strengthening my inner being. You know, one small example in the Bible I'll give you. I'll wind up with that. In the Old Testament, you know, one day, Krish, the father of Saul, is calling Saul and telling him, Saul, what are you doing? Our donkeys are missing. Go search for the donkeys. So Saul takes one of his friends and they go searching for the donkey. Three days they don't find the donkeys. Then Saul tells his friend, hey let's get back home. Otherwise my father, instead of worrying about the donkeys, he'll start worrying about me. The bigger donkey. That's not in the Bible, don't search for it. (laughs) Then his friend says there's a man of God up there, he's just come from his prayer, let's go approach him. Then Prophet Samuel, when he sees Saul, tells him, Saul, your donkeys have reached home. Then he tells him something else. 1 Samuel chapter 10, verses 6, we will listen. 1 Samuel 10, 6. Then the Spirit of the Lord will possess you. The Spirit of the Lord, listen carefully here. There's the Holy Spirit. Sister, Holy Spirit, please come. You're going to possess her now. What do you mean by Possess. Control, full control. Inner being is controlled by the Spirit. Uh. And you will be in a prophetic frenzy along with them and be turned into a different person. Oh, when the Holy Spirit is possessing the inner being, this person is turned into a different being. Praise the Lord. And how did God do that? Verses 9. Spirit is not possessing. (laughs) <laughs> as he turned oh, she, as he turned to leave Samuel God gave, him heart. God gave him another heart how brother, how was the inner being strengthened? a new heart, a heart that is cleansed inclined towards God, strengthened by prayer through the word of God and through the Holy Spirit praise the Lord, Romans 5.5 5 says what does it say Romans 5.5 and hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. That is the new man. Inner strength being strengthened. Let's close our eyes for a moment. Heavenly Father, let's all stand up for a moment and close our eyes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity you given us. To understand, to renew the inner being, inner man. The inner man. Strengthen the inner man every day. We know Lord, the flesh is useless. The flesh is hostile but the mind has to derive its strength from the inner being in me if my inner being is not strengthened i know the mind is corrupted and the body takes control the flesh takes control lord this evening as we come before your presence give us the grace lord to strengthen our inner being renew our inner being as saint paul says the inner being has to be renewed every day through my prayer life let there be a renewal of my inner being through the implanting of the scripture in me let there be a renewal of this inner being in me and through the constant stirring up of the spirit that is in me let my inner being be strengthened so that through the strength of my inner being my mind will be set on the things of god heavenly father we make this prayer in the mighty and master's name of your son and our lord jesus christ glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit was in the beginning is now never shall be world without an amen god bless you and thank you thank you brother, for the brilliant talk really you made everything so simple which is so complicated.